Welcome to Dynasty Theory, your source for everything Dynasty fantasy football, with your host, John Bauer. I'm looking to sell everybody price dependent. Dan LaMagna. Too much dysfunction in Cleveland. And Mitch Sorensen. Well, it's hard to compete with excellence. I, uh, offensive line is great for some of these teams, and it's expected. And the Browns, I, I have a lot of Nick Chubb, so I like it. But this isn't the razzle-dazzle. This isn't the pizzazz. I, I, I want to see some big moves. And right on time. Yeah, this is when it's going to get interested for fantasy football here. And like you said, right on time here. I'm feeling good, guys. How are you here? Right. Thank, thank God that I wore that super flex, or, uh, super flex. Scott Fishbowl 9 shirt last night. Again, shameless plug. We had Woody Page on the show, and I wore with Woody. I, I, I That's had a great shirt. We had a Woody shirt. <laughs> so I, I decided not to go with the Baker Mayfield look tonight. I, I presented myself That's a good. little bit more you know, presentable. I'm excited to be with you guys. How are we all doing tonight? Good. Fantastic. Yourself? So you're a Browns Ooh. fan. No, I'm not. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a big Baker fan, but um, I won't tell you what team I'm a fan of. So, <laughs> All right, so but, uh, Dave, real quick for our listeners, uh, you're, you're a writer and ranker for DFF Dynasty and co-host of Tale of Two Rivals podcast. You know, I met you, we followed each other on Twitter for a while, but I really met you in the Monocle uh, mock draft. And instantly, and I, I was telling Mitch and Dan, I said, there's this guy in this draft. I like the way he thinks. I like the way that you really came across. And I don't want to feed your ego too much, even though I thought you were going to wear Burberry or Armani here tonight. So, you know, the Scott Fishbowl shirt. I love Scott. So it's okay. But I really thought Burberry was going to be here. Um, but I, I really like the way that you, you know, you presented yourself and, and your thoughts and the way that you really, you work through some things. So I, I instantly I was like, I want to have this guy on the show. I mean, I, I think you said it, you said it perfectly. What else can I say to that? I mean, it's, what an intro, what an introduction. Thank you. Uh, I had a lot of fun on that show. There was a lot of smart drafters in and it was in the show and it was some smart things. I hadn't done a startup in a long time and it was fun to see where I had got like my gut feelings were and where actually my, my ranks were. So it was a, as you guys know, mocking is always a, a worthwhile exercise. So it was a lot of fun. I had at first time I've actually interacted with you and it was some, it was a really good time. So I'm happy to be on. It was, it was an honor to get invited on here. And I don't want to say that you can never win a mock, but if you could, I definitely want it. But anyway, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure you did. Come on. So Dave, he had a good mock. I, I did <laughs> anything in the top 10. Did it surprise you at all? Uh, no, I mean, we were, I was just talking with uh, a couple of friends of mine and we're, it's went chalk. Uh, there was, I had some worries that two was going to slide. I thought maybe some cute, some teams were going to sli- uh, move up for a quarterback at three with the lions, but nothing happened. It all went to a rate, went right where he was supposed to. Uh, then it was, you know, then the LA Chargers got their guy. So this is, you know, the Tyrod Taylor fans took you know, their little tear went down their cheek a little bit, but. You know, this was kind of expected. I think if you were, were a Tyrod, you should have sold by now if you had Tyrod and, and Superflex. I tried and I couldn't. I even wrote an <laughs> no article. one would take it. I wrote an article three weeks ago for Fantasy Pros and I said sell him. And I I have seven shares still. I couldn't sell him. Anyway, Dave, the New York Jets are up. They have two minutes left in the clock. And Mitch, I think he's ahead of us on the stream. So maybe they picked already. I don't know. Nope. But w- what do you think they do here? Because Mitch and I actually have a bet going. I, I mean, they've got. They should go offensive line if I were them. They've got they need to protect 
Here, Same real garments. quick, I have to see how I can boot somebody from the show. <laughs> no, it's CD Lamb. Come on. <laughs> it's not going to be, dude, there's no way they can. They have to get O-Lineman. Have to. As Sam Darnold's biggest issue, can he avoid mono in 2020? If he can, he could do anything. Well, all the prompts will be canceled, so he'll be okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, so you think they go offensive line? The picks in. I mean... That's what I would do. If I'm building a team, I need to protect my quarterback. I can, you can get around, you can get away with replacement level receivers. Uh, now, if I'm a fantasy guy, I don't want the, the, uh, any of those top three receivers going to the succubus in that, in, uh, in gate, Adam Gase, so that he will just, I feel so, like somebody just, else earlier said succubus in the chat. Was that you? It might, maybe. I mean, I'm, I, I've started using that a lot recently. A, a co host of mine, he, he likes to use that term for Adam Gase and, He's a fantasy succubus. He just takes the fantasy value of everything and makes it not not good anymore. Mitch, what was the other word? Unfortunately, I can't scroll up high enough. Somebody used a word in the chat, and it, it was a made-up word. I, I've never heard it before. Oh, it was like, I don't remember. It, it wasn't this, but it was almost like bamboozled. Like yeah. it, it wasn't that, but... Um, Dan, what do you think here? You're quiet over there. You're getting... You're so, I see sweat dripping down your face. Because the Cowboys, they pick 17th overall. So you're getting antsy. I'm starting to get excited. Starting to get excited. But uh, I needed to get through this Adam Gase pick here. He's going to mess up whatever he drafts, so it doesn't really matter. I'm looking Where at are they at in your rankings? Not impressed. Jets in the dysfunction rankings. I'm going to guess they're 30th or 29th. They are fourth. Fourth most dysfunctional fourth. team there. Well, you know, Two winning coaches yeah, ever yeah. in the history of the Jets franchise, guys. You know, Joe Namath cannot come out of retirement. You have the Gase at Le'Veon Bell saga, which is just beside, besides myself with the Jets. You know, it's funny because we never see a bad team with fantasy-relevant players, and I say that with a monsoon of sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> Dave, redraft, dynasty. Dan's over here, and he always says, oh, you know, this team's too dysfunctional. I don't want a player from their team. Do you ever think about that when you take a player, or, you know, if you have – if you have two players closely valued, do you think, okay, this team has a more functional uh, yeah, uh, bit, team? Uh, I'm, I'm challenging this right away, Dave. Before you answer John's question, I got to put some context into what we're saying. Hold on, wait. Before you completely break it down, we have to figure out if I win this bet. Yeah, Mitchell. Who was it? Mackay Becton. Okay. I get tackle a free league. Louisville. Yeah, it, that's a tackle, John. I know you don't pay attention to anybody that's not a no, skill no, no, position no, no, player. No. Be Be Becton's that up-and-coming wide receiver I heard about. <laughs> yeah, the 6'6 six, six guy who runs like a 5'4. Right. All right, Dave. All right. So you're Anyways, happy with this pick. Yeah. Right? Yeah, big time. This is great news. I mean, this is great news for Sam Darnold. This is great news for the top receivers. This is also makes me look good like an expert. Um, coming, I come on here, and I call the first pick, so I'll take it. <laughs> Very good. I've had two calls already where I said, take it to the bank. <laughs> well, as I say, those those checks, they bounced. <laughs> All right, Dan, break down your dysfunctional reasoning behind it. My only point of dysfunction, if you're on the board, Dave, it's your turn to pick, and you have two guys of, that look very similar, and you're just stuck. You don't know which one to take. At that point, I am looking at the franchise and the coach and the ownership who's going to has a better chance probability of being successful based on history. That is my point of dysfunction. So if it's like Sam Darnold and pick a quarterback, you know, you're, you're tier and tier with them. I'm taking the guy with the healthier organization. 
Yeah. And so that, and that's how I, I think I fall within on your side of this. I mean, you can get a lot of garbage time. I mean, Alan Robinson had a lot of great opportunity uh, back in the day with Blake Bortles and you know, honestly with uh, Mitch Biscuit times too, but that's a separate argument. But as far as I want the best players on the best teams, because that's the people who are going to be scoring touchdowns, be, no matter what your scoring is, especially in seasonal touchdowns are going to be what's going to, what's going to make you separate from your competition. Yeah. You want depth. Yeah. You want the PPR guys, but touchdown can swing a week for you very easily. And it doesn't mean I wouldn't take an Allen Robinson or Jamison Crowder. It's just, again, all else being equal, JB, you can't take me so literal. If there's too much dysfunction, I'm going with the better organization. Mitch, well, do I win that challenge? Do I get another did. one later? Thank yes. You. Yes. And if you're in a league with me, with Jamison Crowder, you're not going to get him anyway. So we don't have to worry about it. Touche. Dave, I used to like you until about the last seven minutes. <laughs> I have an effect on people, actually. So that just happens a lot. I'm putting hey, Dave on please. my favorites list right now. Excuse me. <laughs> it's funny. So when we did that mock draft, it was on Zoom or whatever it was on. But the first time that it was the first night, I looked behind you and I swear to God, I thought there was a man behind you. And I realized then the next night it was Marlon Brando, I think, in the Godfather poster. But yeah, I'm like, actually, who I, the hell is this old guy standing behind him? I have someone in my headphones tell me what to say here. Actually, it's that's my funny. my uh, Ernie <laughs> Adams from the Patriots. So that's what I that's where I actually get my my takes from. But yeah, right, no big. Dave, so so I, I want some insight from you here because Mitch and I have been back and forth. Dan, he's chimed in. The Raiders are up here at twelve. Pick they pick in. again at nineteen. Do they go quarterback here at 19? None of the above. You've got to think it's time to get your quarterback some weapons. You want, I, I know Henry Ruggs said to reporters that the Raiders have been calling him nonstop, but I think CD Lamb in that offense, he's, I mean, he's not very uh, a thick BMI receiver, but he's got a good frame. He can go up and he can handle some throws that necessarily might run up right on target. I want CeeDee Lamb in that spot if I'm the Raiders, and the, and especially for Mar Mariota when Derek Carr is no longer the quarterback. So, Guys, I don't make claims like this loosely, but you can take this one to the bank. It's CeeDee <laughs> Lamb. Yeah, I think you can go two for two here. It's going to be CeeDee Lamb. Yep. I'm rooting for Judy, but I could see the CeeDee Lamb pick for sure. I think a few episodes ago, I think we did say that, having the conversation, we saw Lamb going to the Raiders and then Judy potentially to the Niners right after. So we Yeah, Lamb makes a lot more sense because you already have Waller who could play inside. You have Tyrell Williams who's going to be on the outside. So you could put CeeDee Lamb on the outside as well with Renfro there. I just CeeDee Lamb just makes so much sense for a wide receiver there. If they take rugs, that means Al, the spirit of Al Davis is back. Exactly. It's like the most guys, Raiders yeah. pick ever. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm I don't know about you guys. Here. I've come a long way on rugs. I've come a long way on rugs recently. I came in Same. thinking, oh, man, I'd rather have Lynn Bowden over rugs oh, no. to start with. I mean, yeah. I was one of those guys. That, like, I'm, I'm putting him in my spreadsheet. I'm like, come on here. Lynn Bowden's a better wide receiver. Now I've come a long way. I have rugs officially my top two tiers of wide receivers. Where do you guys fall on rugs? Especially my, if he goes here to the Raiders. My son is eight months old. I'll take him over Henry Ruggs. Oh, it is Ruggs. Is it really? My no word, boys. Al Davis wow. has returned. Spaceman wow, is two wow, for two. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's my biggest issue, right? I love Ruggs. 
and I've actually been higher on Rugs than a lot of people. Rugs with David Carr is absolutely horrible. Rugs with Marcus Mariota is absolutely terrible. I love what Rugs will be able to do for the offense because I think he will immediately make that offense better, but I actually like him less as a fantasy contributor now because I don't trust either of those quarterbacks to keep pushing it down the field because he's going to need, like on those long balls, you're going to be lucky to get a 50% catch rate on him. So he's going to need four or five of of them a game. And I don't believe for one second that either of those two quarterbacks are going to be willing to do that. Mitch, who does this benefit? It's going to benefit Winfro, Waller. I mean, I think Tyrell Williams is definitely, I mean, he wasn't high to begin with. So I think he's just going to kind of hang out there. But I mean, I love it for like Jacobs. Absolutely love it for Jacobs because you're not going to be able to bring that guy into the box anymore. Ruggs is going to be able to make it to where you're going to have to always have a safety over the top of him. He has that elite speed. Would you say that Tyrell Williams is, I know a lot of people like this phrase, he's dust? Might as well be, yeah. I mean, he's rosterable, but as far as putting him in your starting lineup each week, I don't think you can. He's someone who you're going to be like, oh, hey, that cornerback sucks, and that's who should be on him, and so you're going to use him based off that. So it's more of a DFS play than anything. If he can stay healthy, he might return to the old Chargers, Tyrell Williams, where every once in a while the Gazelle makes some plays. How Ruggs will work in that West Coast offense will definitely be interesting. Mayock and Gruden look happy now, so they got their guy. Yeah, they All have right, a vision. So, so, so Rugs is off the board. We're CD Lamb no, to guys take this to the man. bank. It's CD Lamb. <laughs> it's gonna be CD Lamb. <laughs> it's gonna and be it's Justin Jefferson, ever. and I'm never gonna shut up about it. <laughs> it's gonna be the seventh round. And I'm gonna say CD Lamb. Oh, hey, the, dang. hey in the chat there, boys. Ben Hartley. He might be on the con- the car train with us, JB. At least a little bit there, n- noting the deep throw accuracy of Carr. He was, he just, he is an accurate wide receiver. He just doesn't do it often enough is my problem. And that's, I actually think he can be a really good quarterback. He's just shown it in the past three years that he's not willing to go deep enough. So from a analytical standpoint, which is, I really help like how, like how I want to approach the wide receivers. Ruggs does not check any boxes. He doesn't even qualify for breakout age. He doesn't have a very high market share of the offense at Alabama. I understand he had a lot of competition there, but historically he has a very low hit rate for this type of receiver, especially as a Ron Lemmer receiver. This is a very high bustable player. However, I did a deep dive on him a couple nights ago, and I started looking at it. If you look at a lot of players who don't break out in college, they have a lot of just not irrelevant seasons. They just don't produce at all. That wasn't the case with Henry Ruggs. He was consistently – Around that 15% of the market share or better, uh, but under 20%. And he that makes me think that he really is a unicorn type of player and that um, he really only comps to Travis Benjamin and uh, Marquise Goodwin, but he's more productive than Marquise Goodwin was in college. He's actually more productive and more athletic than Travis Benjamin. So he really is just this unicorn player. And that's the one hole in my armor from an analytical point of view where it could doubt me being so low on rugs. So I don't know how you guys feel about that, but what are your thoughts? So do you guys agree with me, disagree with that kind of point of view? Or So so if you look at his speed, and I did a lot of looking at the the combine over the last five years, and things kind of line up with a player like John Ross, Philip Dorsett, players that were taken really early in the draft, first-round draft capital that didn't really pan out. 
Now, one thing I looked at, and I'm not saying this is the the you know it means anything, but wide receivers with the bench press, if they came in in the first round and they had under 15 reps and they were taken in the first round, like I said, in the last five years, they have amounted to nothing so far. I, it's interesting. That one would make a lot of sense because they can't get off press. And that one would like, if you can't bench that, whatever the threshold is would tell me that you're not strong enough to get off press coverage. So I could completely buy into that one. I have my spreadsheet somewhere. I have to see if I can find it. I remember that. Oh, 49ers. Buccaneers. What'd you say? I watch his highlight film. He is. What's wait, that wait, 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 Mitch. What the you say? 49ers traded to the Buccaneers. So CD lamb probably is not going to go with this pick. Ooh. Wait, weren't the Buccaneers? The, the Buccaneers were the next pick. Yeah, so they must have traded ahead. Maybe they are going for CD Lamb. They want to jump the oh, 49ers. Now, now people were upset with Gronkowski going there because they thought it was going to be negatively impacting Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. And we our Dynasty Theory Listener League chat blew up. And that's why I love that chat because everybody's engaged. We rarely agree, but it's always great conversation. If CeeDee Lamb goes to Tampa Bay, <laughs> it would be awesome. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna blow up. I want to see the compensation here. I will put good money on it. This is gonna be Tristan Wirfs. Is there an offensive lineman? Yeah, it's true. I I bet you it's Tristan Wirfs. That one makes a lot of sense. Here, somebody's TV's just a little bit loud. That's me, man. I turned it up to hear uh Shefty there. Yeah, I know you did, Dan. You're always messing Free. me up here. <laughs> Keep me on your toes, buddy. Wow. Bucks bet. Bucks are in it to win it, man. Well, Bruce Arians, he's 115 years old. He's not getting any younger. He doesn't care about the future. He wants that championship right now. He's like a fine wine, but Tampa Bay wants that championship right now. Ownership is saying, let's go. We're all in. The Bucks with a new head coach every three and a half seasons. Worst win percentage in NFL history. So there's been a lot of dysfunction historically. I- <laughs> it's, t- it's time for them. All right, Dave. Who do you think it's going to be, Dave? If, you, be if, Dave if Dave goes three for three, yep. we, we as a, as a Dynasty Theory podcast here, we have to do something for him. So, Dave, who is it? <laughs> oh wait, I think I, it's going to be an offensive lineman. Here. Yeah, so I think it's going to be an offensive lineman. But if it's not an offensive lineman, I think they're going to go corner to try to to shore up that defense. So that's that, their two options right there for me. No, no, no. no. Don't offensive take your bet. I need a definitive answer. <laughs> You need to protect Tom Brady. That was the diff- I think that was the mm-hmm. big difference between the Chargers. If he was choosing between the Chargers and Tampa Bay, the Chargers had a really good offensive line, but the uh, Tampa had more weapons. So now Tampa needs to fulfill their promise to Tom and protect him because he does see uh, hear footsteps at time when he's not protected. So I think you've got to go offensive lineman here. All right, hot take. They go DeAndre Swift. Wow, if they go with him at thirteen. DeAndre Swift is my especially if they trade up for him because it would just set Twitter ablaze because you don't draft running backs in the first round anymore. I'm all for like the hot takes on Twitter. That'd be the best thing ever. It would. I have not checked Twitter the whole night here. But if they go DeAndre Swift, this Twitter is going to be ablaze. Actually, so this is great. This has been interesting. The last couple picks have been really fun Mm -hmm. to listen to and watch. Hey, real quick, guys. So I talk about bench press with first round wide receivers. Henry Ruggs did not take part in that event at the combine. Oh, that's is, right. He didn't. So is that a red flag for me? Eh, maybe. Dan, throw that red flag. Oh, Dave, get out of here. I don't even know why I invited oh, you. Oh, picks in. <laughs> Athleticism doesn't really matter as much. Like that kind of testing doesn't really matter for wide receivers and 
from what from what I've seen. So I'm just saying I, over the last five years in the first round, wide receivers that did not exceed 15 bench reps. And again, it could be completely irrelevant. And I even talked about that. I said, you know, it's an interesting fact. So we'll see. But man, I want to see this pick. Tristan Wirfs. Samples. Is it Wirfs? It's Wirfs. It is. Why do the Bucks do Good that? Job. Move up one spot. They give up pick 117. Oh, they, they did trade the 14. They, on the, honestly, on the screen here, it showed both. It's Tristan Wirfs. Three for three. The rich keep getting richer yeah. in the Niners. Yeah, I haven't seen compensation yet at all for it. So if any listener sees compensation on Twitter or whatever, put it on the comments for us if you can. Yeah. That was Shefty said his report was 14 and 117 for that 13th in the last seventh round pick. What could have happened instead of um, Tampa Bay worried that San Francisco was going to pick him? He was the last tackle on the board. So they could have worried that someone else was going to trade up with San Francisco to get him. And they just didn't want to take the chance of that happening. And honestly, if you have Tom Brady, you do whatever you can to solidify that offensive line. So if you lose a fourth round, second round pick, whatever for it, who cares? Because you have Tom Brady now and Gronk. And Gronk, if he could stay healthy, he's a really good blocker too. So getting a tackle and you know that side of the line is going to be pretty solidified now because you could put Gronk right next to him. Win-win trade then. The Niners still get their receiver here. Yep. Jason Lick actually making good moves. That's a little surprising after his recent track record. So right, I'm sad it wasn't DeAndre Swift because that just would have been awesome. <laughs> Not even Swift. It would have been someone like Zach Moss just to piss off Twitter. That would have been pretty good too. Hey, Rugs was the the first big shocker of the day. Mm-hmm. So we got we got a little little twist in the draft here. So this means Denver has a really good chance without trading up to get Judy in their slot. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's awesome for them. That's I might have to not hate Drew Locke anymore. <laughs> uh, John isn't here to say that, to hear that. That's true. That's Mitchell true. never admit he said it. <laughs> never happened. Bucks like Rojo after all, one of our comments. Yeah, I have heard a lot that the Bucks like Rojo. Yep. Even going back <laughs> to last year. You know, I have to have him high in my projections right now because there's no one there. And even if they bring in a rookie, Rojo's still going to get work. So at his price right now, I – don't mind them at all. They got a big tackle now. Bucks are trending. So this could be two years in a row where we sit here and say the Buccaneers are taking a running back. They're taking a running back. And there's still a lot of time. Yeah, they're there's not still a lot take of time. One, but yeah. you, you don't think they'll take one throughout the whole draft? Like in the no, first four I, rounds? I don't think they're going to take one that pushes Jones out of a job. So he lives to fight. I, I mean, they're going to take one because they don't have anyone behind him. They have... Dare, TJ Logan, and some where kid that I don't even know. So they're going to have to draft someone. But it's probably going to be a round five or six guy, and then we're going to have to hear just like we heard Darwin Thompson all last season. Darwin Thompson. Who's going to take it over? No, if you're drafting the fourth round, you're probably not. All right, Spaceman, come back to Earth. Who are we going with? I'm I'm up to the moon right now, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're essentially three for three. You you said... You, 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 you've called three picks in a row here. And that's funny because I don't think I called a single pick right the first, uh, before I got on here. No, I'm just, but, uh, so I'll take it. But I think the next two picks are wide receivers. I think yep. Denver's going wide receiver. And I think San Francisco goes wide receiver who goes first. It's a good question. I think lamb fits San Francisco a little bit better because Judy kind of wins. And I mean, not, he's not quite as physical as Debo is, but, um, I could just see, I like the idea of, um, Judy, with Denver and then Lamb with San Francisco. 
it's funny because again, my third shameless plug, but when we had Woody Page on yesterday, he said the Broncos, they like Jerry Judy. There were talks that they move up to eight or nine to get him. Well, they, they haven't moved up. They might not have to move up. And Jerry Judy fits that offense very well. Corlin Sutton, Noah Fant, my boy, Drew Locke, give him weapons. I was just saying, actually, I have to like Drew Locke now. Because they're going to get Judy. And See, you're late you to look... the party, Mitch. You're late to the party, baby. I know. That's <laughs> You just sound so <laughs> it's, it's really just, I like Mitchy more. And that's, you know, the biggest problem on Twitter is everyone has Drew Locke. So I, but it's all good. Well, what if the uh, Jaguars take a quarterback at 20? You're never going to play fantasy again. And yeah, you get all my teams and they're paid for. So trust you know. me, I've seen your teams. I don't want them. Yeah, championship caliber. Dan, you're quiet over there. I know you're nervous. <laughs> He's getting antsy. He's starting to shake. He's like, Cowboys, five picks. Checking the board here. <laughs> the board. I'm excited well, about these offensive picks coming up. We'll have to scroll up and see. Love to the Cowboys. I missed that one. <laughs> here, let, let me funny. ask you a question. So the 49ers are here at 14. Mm-hmm. The Broncos are at 15. It seemed like the Falcons, they were interested in Henry Ruggs. Well, he's gone. So I doubt the Falcons take a receiver. No, I don't see him taking a receiver at all. So let's say the Bucks or Broncos pass on Jerry Judy or CD Lamb. He could drop to the Dallas Cowboys. And I think there's a very strong case then if they have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Blake Jarwin, Judy or Lamb, that we uh, should have D- Dak Prescott for Dynasty as a top three quarterback. And he, yeah, even though I have the Michael Gallup jersey, I always mess this up. Over here, I'm not a big Cowboys fan. I would take him over Kyler every single draft if that's the case. I mean, I probably will in a lot of drafts anyways. I'm not going to either draft both of them because I don't really like where they're going in drafts right now. But if I had to choose one of the two, I would take Dak over Kyler every time. Yeah. yeah John's All teasing right. me right now. There's no way these one of these wide receivers are sliding. Jefferson's going to be picks. there for sure. All right. So, that's Dave, you, you said CeeDee Lamb, right? Is that your pick? That's where I'm leaning CeeDee Lamb here. All right, so we have a minute and a half left. We have about three minutes left until 10. This is, if you go four for four, I, I might have to buy you a steak dinner or something, a virtual steak dinner. You keep moving far here. First it was two for two, now it was three for three, not four for four. What's going on here? What goes, come on. Well, once but, you sign off, I'm going to say, oh, he didn't go five for five, so he's done. <laughs> I'll put it in the chat what my picks are, and I'll see if I can go over the rest of the round here. No, no, I heard you were going over to hang out with the Monocle guys. I told you that's a breach of contract. <laughs> no, I, I hung out with them beforehand so I could have as much time with you guys as possible. Nice. Good. That's what, but we'll take the sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm better second time around, so. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, a little too risky for the show. My pod is my bad. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're good. This is the after dark version of Dynasty Theory, so all bets are off. Okay, so the Niners, they have 35 seconds. It's still ticking. Shanny's smiling, man. He got his guy, whoever that is. Yeah. I think John Lynch got disconnected. <laughs> John Lynch, why isn't this internet working? Uh, the pick's in. Oh, he's nervous. He's shaking his leg. Yeah, Shanny's pumped. Uh, there he is. There he is. All right, Lynch, what do we got? I mean, they also have to invest in defense here. Shoot, they should because they gave they they traded away the uh, the linemen. Mm-hmm. So defense to try to re to reinvent that offensive line and that get some pressure, which they couldn't do in the Super Bowl. So that actually makes a lot of sense too here. Yeah. No, again, we want explosion here, Dave. Come on. We don't care yeah. about defense. Referees didn't call a holding call the whole Super Bowl either, though, so that didn't help the Niners. 
And I have no skin in the game there, but I don't know yeah. how zero holding calls. How, how pissed does Jerry Judy look right now? He looks irate. He looks pretty he's, calm on my screen. What do you mean irate? It's he's not ha- look, wait, Your he's screen's froze. Off. Yeah, Dan, Dan, your, your screen hasn't updated since <laughs> no, he's talking about the Cowboys screen. won a Super Bowl. Here we go. <laughs> All right, so I just see pick is in. Does anybody see who it is? I got it. All right, who is it? Javon Kidlaw. The tackle. Good. Wow. Good job, Dave. Last second. Wow. All right, Dave. We're here at 10 no o'clock. words right now. Four for four. I'll give it to you. Let our listeners know where to find you, what you're working on. So you can find me at FF underscore Spaceman on Twitter. I write for uh, at DFF underscore Dynasty on Twitter, the Dynasty Football Factory. Um, I like to really work with space, with um, spreadsheets and numbers. I'm also on a Tale of Two Rivals podcast. Please check out my pinned tweet. It's a very large database of over 1,800 uh, fantasy-relevant rookie um, rookies dating back to 2000. It has every stat you could possibly imagine. So for people who like to build uh, projection models and everything, it's made for you. So, yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. I really uh, liked hanging out with you. I hope um, I came off okay. And, yeah, thanks for having me on. You Love that awesome, intro man. you had you. tonight, Dave. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, thanks, dude. It's been a lot of fun. Oh. We're going to have you back for another show and maybe we uh, do a little cross-promotional work. Awesome. Yeah, I'd love to love to have you guys. Even just interacting with you on Twitter a little bit more would be a lot of fun. So, again, guys, thanks again. Absolutely. All right, we'll see you, man. Thank you. Thanks, Dave.